What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. That's right. We are back. And first, let me shout out to everybody that rides with us. We really appreciate you guys, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast. Thank you. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we have about 130 podcasts that you probably missed. So definitely check them out because we'd love to uh, get your feedback. And also, if you have any questions or comments or you have a question, something going on in your relationship and you want Guy and I to comment on it or to think about it or talk about it on the podcast, you can email us thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. Yes. And today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to answer all your emails. We get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails, DMs. We get so many questions and we don't really get time to answer a lot of your questions. So every couple of weeks, we try to just do a podcast just for you guys. Just answer your your emails. We try to get through three, four of them and um, answer your questions. So let's get right to it. All right. All right. First off, I want to say I love you both and have been a fan of the podcast since it started. I feel like I'm part of your family and you both are like a big brother and a sister I never had. Gia, you are the epitome of grace, beauty and intelligence. DJ Envy, you're an amazing role model and I'm always motivated by watching you. I learned from both of you a great deal. Now, I have a dilemma and hoping you can help. My girlfriend and I have been planning a couple trip for our significant others. No, with our significant others. I I, I was confused too. My girlfriend and I have been planning a couple's trip with our significant others. She has been with her man for less than six months. And I just found out yesterday he's a big Trump supporter. Oh. He was celebrating his impeachment acquittal yesterday on IG posting MAGA propaganda. And it just boiled my blood to the core. He is otherwise a nice guy, but now I want nothing to do with him. I am an immigrant myself, and the whole Trump administration has given me huge anxiety and some depression. I have cut off other people for being Trump supporters. My question is, how do you feel about this, and how would you handle it? I know we don't have to bring up politics on our trip, but I just don't want to be fake, stay quiet, and pretend like this is okay. I love my friend dearly, but she is so uh, she is so head over heels for this guy. So I don't even know how to tell her that I'm very bothered from what I saw on social media. But I don't want I don't want to not say anything and her wondering what happened and why we stopped planning the trip. P.S. I love you guys and the Breakfast Club have been a fan for close to 10 years. Anonymous is the name. Well, it's obviously it's obvious that she feels very strongly about the whole Trump presidency and mm-hmm. whatnot. It's not the type of thing that it seems as though she'd be able to fake her way through. Mm-hmm. If that's how she feels, that's how she feels. There's no backing out of that. Mm-hmm. So being that she's so passionate, it seems as though that friendship is going to have to end. Clearly you're that's, not. I think it's a he. Cause he said my girl, like his girl friend, his friend, that's a female. So it's a he. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can it still be a girl? That's maybe still it can. Have a girlfriend. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is there a name? No name. No anonymous. Name. Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, well, Whichever way, he or she. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, considering that they feel so strongly, it seems as though obviously there's not going to be a vacation. She, she or he has to have a conversation with that person to tell them why 
they're ending the friendship. And listen, there's no shame in it. You know, politics are very, very big for some people. Correct. I've seen politics destroy relationships. And that's the reason why politics is never brought up at outings mm-hmm. or at dinners amongst friends and things like that, because people feel very, very differently. And you never want it to be a source of contention amongst friends. So you kind of keep it to yourself. This person put it on their social media. Clearly, they felt very comfortable putting on the, putting it on their social media. So it's out there. Now their friend knows and their friend has the right to feel how they feel about it. And if you genuinely feel that way, then if you want to call it quits on the friendship, then you have the right to do that. Hmm. But I think it's only respectful to let the person know why you're backing out of the friendship. Hmm. This is how I look at it, right? At first, when Trump was doing all this stuff, <clears throat> I felt real strong about people that supported Trump. Mm-hmm. Was very angry. Didn't understand how and why. Mm-hmm. Didn't care to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought about it. Because you like Donald Trump, does that make you a bad person? I wouldn't go so far as to say that it makes a person a bad person because they support President Trump, but the people that you support, the company that you keep, pretty much will tell the outside world a lot about you. Just like the person that is upset about the support of President Trump, he or she feels that way, largely in part because they're an Im- they're an immigrant themselves. So that speaks a lot about them. Like she has a real emotional tie to his presidency. Right. And you you heard what she said that she's had like emotional distress over his presence, presidency. She even went so far as to say that it's caused her certain degrees of depression. So. Yeah, I get that. But th- yeah. this, this is my thing, right? The presidency in, in who you like and who you pick doesn't make you a good or bad person, right? At first, I believe that if you was it, if you like Donald Trump, I disliked you. I didn't want to talk to you. I felt like we couldn't see eye to eye, right? But then when you break it down and you break down the different candidates and why you like somebody, you can like somebody for certain things and dislike them for something else. You could agree with him when it comes to certain things and then disagree when it comes to other things. For instance, right? Let's take Joe Biden. Joe Biden was, and I hate to talk politics, but I'll just say it. Joe Biden was one of the the people that created and signed the crime bill, which locked up a whole bunch of African-American people, right? So somebody could say, I don't like that. And if anybody who votes for him, I dislike them and I'm not fucking with them. But then when you look at if Joe Biden goes against Donald Trump, it's like... The lesser of two evils. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So somebody could say, I don't like what Donald Trump is doing to the immigrants, I don't like what Donald Trump is doing towards this, but I like what Donald Trump does for business, you know? So, and that- But that's not what this person was saying. This person was celebrating the fact that he wasn't um, held accountable for his actions. Right, well, he probably felt that way. Like celebrating. Right, so So that's that's a step further. That's not like, oh, well, I like him for this, but I don't like him for that. That's not, oh, lesser of two But but we don't know. It could be like he likes Donald Trump and doesn't want Donald Trump out of the office and he's celebrating his acquittal. Maybe this person is a big businessman and he gets a lot of tax breaks because Donald Trump is in office and he's thinking with his paycheck. Right, Right. but now if I'm the person that wrote the email, I'm going to say, oh, so you put being a sexist and 
you know, against immigrants and all of these other things against your pockets. Oh, that's what matters to you. I have the right to not want to be around you if that's what's important to you. But this person- I don't believe in being judgmental of people. I don't believe in calling someone a bad person or saying that they're evil or that they're stupid or anything like that. But what I can say is that my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs do not align with your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. So we do not have to have a relationship. See, I don't agree. I agree. We can agree to disagree, meaning you like this person and I like that person. That doesn't mean I hate you or I dislike you. I don't like everything that this guy does and you don't like anything that this guy does. Does that mean we can't see eye to eye on things? That Does that mean I'm still not a good person and that's still not a good person? That's judgmental. I'm not I, saying that. I don't think so. Because we don't know what the pur- what the purpose is, why he was happy for that acquittal. We don't know why he likes Donald Trump or why she likes Donald Trump. We don't know why she likes uh, Hillary Clinton or why he likes uh, Barack Obama. We don't necessarily know. And to sit there and be like, I'm not talking to you because you like this person seems like you're judging that person because that person could be a good guy. This person could say, you know what? I donate millions of dollars to uh, low income people. I do this to help people. I do that to help people. But when it comes to business, I like Donald Trump because of this. He could feel that way. That doesn't make him a bad person. See, when you start talking about bad person and why else won't you talk to somebody like that? It can be because my thoughts, feelings and beliefs do not align with yours. Listen, I, I really disagree with you on this one, because let's just say, I mean, I've had situations in my life where I've had to draw a line between me and someone else because I didn't like what they stood for. If I don't like what you stand for. I do not need your company. I do not want to be around you. I'm not going to make that choice to be around you. Let's just say you support rapist reform. I'll just throw anything out there. Rapist reform. People that have been accused and convicted of rape and that have done their 20 years and now they're out. Okay. I wish you would throw that one on me. I'm just saying. No, because it's something that is widely looked at as... um, a negative thing. So not too many people will argue that rapists are bad people. Right. And I'll judge that rapists are bad people. Mm-hmm. But let's say you support reform. Let's say I've been molested in my life or I've been raped in my life and you support rapist reform. I may not want to have anything to do with you because maybe I believe that a rapist cannot be reformed. It just may be where I stand and you believe something differently. We just aren't on the same wavelength and I can choose to not be around you. You know, I listen, I've been around people where things that they have said and things that have come out of their mouths, I just completely disagreed with. And I might not have judged them, but I said, you know what? This person is not my cup of tea. I don't see. I don't agree. See, and that's why I think this world is, is fucked up. We're so fast. <laughs> That means no. that where I stand is pretty no, bleeped up. No, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Because at first, I, be, I I thought like you. If if we don't have the same mentality or have same to be thoughts, the same. and I'm explaining but to you why, it can't be polar opposite. It it can be and on me, serious on serious subjects. It can be because this is the thing, right? Let's say, for instance, um, somebody that likes Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And they could be looking at it one way. But if I sit here and say, yo, I can't fuck with you because you like Donald Trump or I'm not speaking to you or I don't want to be around you, I think that's whack. And I'm going to tell you why. If you like something, let's say you are a Donald Trump supporter, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not. 
mm-hmm. and we're going on a couple's retreat or a couple's vacation or whatever it may be. There might be things that I don't know that I don't understand that you can explain to me that might make me open my mind to see the reason why you don't. For instance, right? Stop and frisk. Perfect example. Stop and frisk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was for stop and frisk, right? Mm-hmm. The reason I was for stop and frisk was because at the time when the stop and frisk thing came out, somebody uh, tried to carjack me, shot at my car five times, and I could have died. At that point, I wanted all guns off the street by any means necessary, and I didn't give a fuck how. And you had been robbed before exactly. at gunpoint right. and shot at. Right. So you've been shot at twice in an attempt. Exactly. Uh, someone's attempt. Twice they tried to rob me, right? something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So both those times, I'm like, I feel. I felt like, you know what? Get all the fucking guns off the street. From your own personal experience. Right, right, right. And the reason I felt that was because in New York and New Jersey, you can't protect yourself. You can't have a gun. I'm a good guy. I go to work every day. I have multiple businesses. I have five kids, a wife. I do the right thing. I pay my taxes. But I can't have a gun to protect myself. Yet the criminal could have a gun. He doesn't care about going to jail. But if I get caught with a weapon to protect myself, I'm the good guy. I want to do it the right way. I go to jail. Does that make sense? No. So in my case, I'm like, get all the fucking guns off the street. Because if I can't have a gun to protect myself, I can't have a slingshot. I can't have brass knuckles. I can't even have motherfucking pepper spray. Well, I mean, a taser. I can't have shit. If I have any of those, I go to jail for three years trying to protect myself. I'm not doing anything uh, against the law. I'm not trying to rob a bank. I'm trying to get home to my kids. And if I have a gun, I go to jail. So at that point, when, when somebody shot my car four times, one in the, two in the fender, one in the wheel, that shit could have went in the windshield. Niggas ain't snipers. He could have shot in that windshield, hit me in my head and I'm dead. And then what do you tell my kids in the morning? Well, you know, we're just trying to take his chain. And at that point, people say, oh, just give it up. No, I'm in my car. I'm trying to get away because I don't know what your attention is. If you got me against the wall, okay, here. But if I'm on my car, I'm out because I don't know what your intentions are like anybody else. So I felt like let's get all the guns off the fucking street. That's how I felt. That that was my feeling. Now, I could have now somebody could be like, oh, fuck you. Envy, fuck. But now when you sit back and you have a conversation and you realize how it affects people in the hood. It affects people going to school with police patting people down and it's taking them long times and they patting people down for gun and they might find weed and they get locked up for weed. That's well, also because they're profiling. And they profile. That's and it, really the big but issue. The, but, but I the didn't take it that as that. They're profiling. I took it as I just wanted to be so, safe. But you they know, were, they're not profiling people on Wall Street and right. patting down people on Wall Street. The people that are being affected are the people in the hoods. Correct. So, But when you understand that and you have a conversation, it changes your way of thinking. It changed your way and of thinking. And it changed my way of thinking right. because somebody had a conversation with me and I was able to talk about it. Right. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, before you say, you know what, I'm not going to vacation with this man because he's a Trump supporter. I don't necessarily think that you should do that. But I think you should be able to say, you know what, yeah, let's go on vacation. The whole the whole trip no. doesn't have to be, if he's a good guy, the whole trip doesn't have to be about politics. The difference in this email is that the person that the emailer is complaining about or that is on a different page from has had years of the media and I'm sure other people around them laying out what they find is problematic about Donald Trump. Sexist, racist possibly, and all of these other things. 
But if it's about pockets or him, you know, being able to save you money on taxes or whatever, as an outsider looking in, one might say, okay, well, you're putting values and things that are important to humanity on a scale against maybe, let's just say this is what their, um, the thing that they like about him is money. And if money is weighing more then yes, I am looking at you a certain kind of way. Do you understand what I'm saying? If, if someone is out there supporting negativity, I have the right to say, I don't want to be around you. You do. I, you absolutely do. And but I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you do. I, I don't necessarily think so. I think that get to the bottom like, of it. Okay. Like if I have a friend, right? And she's a hoe and she's hoeing seven days a week, mm-hmm. different dudes and whatnot. And let's say she's not being safe. And it's not just about, you know, girl, live your best life and, you know, sampling different relationships. Let's just say she's a hoe. I might look at her and be like, you know what? You're a nice girl. You go to church every week. But maybe I just don't want to be around a hoe. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I have the right to say your thoughts and your values and the way you go about life isn't the way I go about mine. So I may just not want to be be around you. And it doesn't have to do with judgment. I'm not judging you and saying you're a bad person and you don't deserve anything good in this world. No, we are just not birds of a feather. Do you understand? Uh, I mean, I, I I see what you're saying, but I, I don't I don't necessarily agree. And the reason I'm saying I, I don't agree is because. So you would choose to be around people that. That stand for something that you're completely against, because I like I love being in diverse groups of people. Right. I love people that stand for all different types of things and all different types of people, you know, I love people. I love to hear what people have to say. I just, I love humanity, but I don't want to be around negative people or people that stand for negative things. So you're saying that. This is the whole thing. If the person's a good person, he's a nice guy. He does things the right way, but he necessarily likes Trump. He I would, supports a racist. I would, cool with that. I would want to see, I would have, I would love to have a conversation and see why. And the reason I would love to have I a have conversation no and see why is because I'll be honest with you. When it comes to politics, I wasn't in the politics right. until I started doing the breakfast club. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about politics. I voted for Barack Obama because he was black. I'll be honest. He's black. He looked like me. I voted for him. That's right. what it was. Okay. I didn't care about politics. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about Bill Clinton at the time. He was a Democrat. My parents voted for him. I voted for him. That's all I knew. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's all a lot of people know. A lot of people vote for what they don't know. But that's not what the, hold e- on, that's hold not on. What the email is talking about. They're hold not talking about who this person just on. voted for. They're like, rah, 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 right. sis, boom, bop. Right. But he it's might different. be, he might be saying that because of something that he feels because of the, the tax breaks, because the generational wealth, because of all these things. I'll be honest with you, right? If Elizabeth Warren came out, right? And there was rumor that Elizabeth Warren was trying to tax people 70% of what they made, right? If they made over a certain amount of money, she was trying to tax 70% of that. I would have a problem voting for Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. So now if Elizabeth Warren is, is, is running against Donald Trump, who do I vote for? Because I look at it like 70% of the money that I make, I'm the first generational, the first person in our family to make money, mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like all these other people that has generational wealth and they passed it down for generations and decades and centuries. You're like, they're going to take all my bleep? Right. This is the first time ever where we have something to leave to our kids. 
and you're going to take 70% of that, mm-hmm. I can't vote for that. Mm-hmm. But then I can't vote for him either. So where do I go as a person? You see what I'm saying? So we have to have those conversations either. because if somebody came to me and said, why wouldn't you vote this way? And I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with humanity. It has to do with, I'm finally the first person in my family to make money. We are the first person in our family to make real substantial money to set up our family like Trump set up his family, like the Rockefeller set up their family, like some of the uh, the black billionaires and millionaires out there. Mm-hmm. We're the first ones in our family. And to say, you know what? If you make that much money, we're going to tax you 70%. You tax me 70%, I'm back to where I can't give my family generational wealth. I'm just trying to set up for my family like like... I feel like people have had a head start on our community for years. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't, okay. I can't vote for you. There's a difference to me in voting. And in this situation, you might look at it as, again, the lesser of two evils, right? And going balls to the wall, supporting somebody. Two totally different situations. Mm-hmm. This person is like, yes, posting on Instagram. They're not talking about just going and silently voting. Do you know what I mean? And if it is about, you know, 70% of your income, that's an extreme example, but let's just use it. Then you might have to choose a lesser of two evils. And, you know, you guys know what you would choose. You know, I'm, I'm not here really to talk about politics. All I'm saying is that if a person is making decisions that support negativity and it affects you directly. Like the emailer said, they're an immigrant and they are looking face to face with someone that they know supports Mm anti-immigration and is taking bold steps to make sure that the way that their ancestors got into this country, that can't be done. And it's not, and this is just my opinion. It's not based on anything good. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, This man sat up there and made fun of someone that was mentally disabled. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In my opinion, not a good person. Not not a good person. He's not a good person. Not a good person. He may have, you know, policies that benefit people that, that benefit the wealthy, maybe, whatever, but as a person deciding who I want to be friends with and who I want to go on vacation with and who I want to look in the face. If I'm going to sit across the dinner table for you, I need to be able to respect you. I got to be able to respect you. It's my choice to be there. And I'd rather choose to be with a couple that I like, that I respect, I like what they stand for, than someone that I clearly don't. I mean, I, I disagree because it's like... So wait, wait, so what are you saying? So that they should have... I mean, and I'm not against having a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were so close that you were planning on going on a trip with, then maybe they're worth a conversation to sit down. And I mean, this is how I would answer the email. Sit down and let them know what your problem is. I would say I have a real difficult time imagining our friendship progressing, knowing that this is where you stand. I'm not judging you. It's it's not where you stand. It's where her friend's boyfriend stands. It's not direct. It's her friend's boyfriend. To stand. have that conversation with the friend or mm-hmm. the friend's boyfriend or whomever, I would have that conversation. And then if I cared enough, then maybe I w- might want to know, well, why do you support him? And then that might open up a whole other can of worms. Right. And a conversation. maybe I can start to understand where you're coming from 
But likely the sexism, the making fun of mentally um, disabled people, racism, things of that nature, and all these other things that he stands for, and that in my opinion, him being the president has given so many other people the platform to express their insecurities and their nastiness and their lack of morals and their lack of judgment and whatnot. I mean, I personally, this is a personal thing. I personally think he's a horrible person. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't, I feel strongly about it, but I don't have a personal tie. This person is an immigrant. They have a personal tie. That's probably how their family has gotten here. So I'm sure it affects them a lot more greatly than it affects me. So I completely understand why they would want to make that decision. We get to choose who's in our lives. You're right. And, there and, is a whole world of people out there. We right. get to choose who's in our lives. And I don't I don't agree. I mean, just like if 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 Joe Biden and somebody could be like, you know what? No, I I I don't want to talk to you if you're going for Joe Biden. He signed a crime bill that locked up thousands of African American people. So people could say, you know what? If you are voting for him, I can't be around you because this guy has hurt and, and made lives of African-American peoples horrible and distraught. My whole thing is, is me having that conversation with you could change your mind drastically, just like my right. mind was changed. So they can have a conversation. And I think they should have a conversation right. maybe but before if, but, or after. But if at the end he stands firmly where he stands and she or he stands firmly where they stand and they're at an impasse. Does she or he not have the right to decide to not be around? Of them? course, yeah, they have. Of course, they have the, the right. But I would have is that the, a conversation should be. I, had. I don't. I don't think they should run away from the conversation because you feel like this guy is a Trump supporter because you looked on his Instagram. I think that you know we should have a conversation if if it's that if you feel that way. You know that's why a lot of people don't talk about politics and who they vote for or right. religion or what they believe. And if it's that's a the case, relationship destroyer. If that's the case, then it is what it is. I mean, but I feel like you should have that conversation. Just don't feel like no, I can't go on thing because this that and the other. I think you should have the conversation. See where that person stands. See what their way of thinking. And if you feel that way, maybe having that conversation can change their mind. That's how I feel. I mean, I think that that's true. Mm -hmm. But they have to decide if they care enough to have that conversation. And you don't know what kind of posts that person was posting. You know, it just might be so hurtful to the emailer. That I mean, if they don't even want to bother. I mean, if the guy said F all the immigrants or if he said I'm something sure like that. I'm sure it's not that. But yeah, then I get that. But if it was something like, yes, he got to quit it, then we got to have the conversation. Why are you so happy? Why? What makes you so hype about that? You know what I mean? It could be one of those things where the person is Republican and he doesn't even know. Like a lot of people don't even know why they're Republican or why they're Democrat. That, like, if like, you're just a Republican, you're not going to be posting all of that stuff on that supports people Trump take, on your social people media. People take a lot of Especially it serious. Especially knowing that it is such a source of contention in this country. You're not going to go balls to the wall, like making all of these emphatic posts about who you support knowing the climate in this country unless you know what the hell they say. and it'd be hard to not know what he stands for it's all over the news all the time people are complaining about him constantly like you you have to literally live under a rock to not know what he stands for and all of his shortcomings all of them Right. And people can look at a lot of the Democratic candidates and see see all their shortcomings and where they are and how they feel. And people, have, you know, his, his are greater. No, I think his are greater. But people, no, like, but pe but people look at that, other people who, look at disagreeing about people that? look at Hillary Clinton as a liar. They look at Joe Biden as somebody that liar locked up thousands racist. of African-American and hurt the lives of African-Americans and, and made it so African-Americans have been locked up and haven't had an opportunity, a chance. So it's it's 
it's if you do your homework, you see it's a lot of people that's not for us minorities. I say fuck them all, honestly. But, you know, I would have that conversation first. That's what I would say. Okay. All right. Let's go to another one. All right. Hey, MV and Gia. First, I obviously want to say I love y'all. I've been listening to y'all since the start. I see a lot of what I want from a relationship in you guys. So here it is. I hope you guys can help. So I've been with my kid's father for the last nine years. We have three beautiful kids together. I love him. He is an amazing dad and he is basically my best friend. The one issue is we don't have sex. We don't kiss. We don't hug. We don't have deep conversations. None of that happens unless I make it happen. My love language is touching affection. I need to hear that you love me and want me. I feel like I need my man to act as such and be aggressive and all over me. He suffers from social anxiety and depression, so it's hard for him to be on me like I need. I've told him over and over and over, and at this point, I think it's physically impossible for him to do it. We got together when I was 20. He was 23. We used to turn up in college back then, and when he drinks, he's loose. But he doesn't drink no more. Laugh out loud. So now, here is the even bigger issue. I started to mess around with this guy who has been to get at me since I was 19. I'm 29, by the way. Who has been trying. That's what it says. This who has been. Yeah, she missed the word trying. Trying to get at me since I was 19. I'm 100%. I know it's wrong, but I'm sexually satisfied now. This man calls me beautiful 30 times a day. It's concerned about my kid's future, and the list goes on. He's a great person. I don't know what to do because when I think about how my kid's father will feel if I leave him, not even to be with somebody else, but just leave him, it breaks my heart. I know he loves me and I know he will be broken, but I'm like, do I stay unhappy because I don't want to ruin him mentally and emotionally? Please help. What do you think? I mean. Her cheating was the next step. Yeah. I knew that that was coming before you read it. You know, it's bad, right? And I'm going to tell you why. When people go through things, you don't know what they're necessarily going through, right? And I know we all go through problems and we all have our problems. We all have things that's wrong. But the fact that he's not kissing and hugging and having sex. Or having deep conversations. Or having deep conversation. There's something there. Something is wrong, you know? Um, Absolutely. He's depressed. Um, So, and this is going to sound crazy. But I feel, and I'm not being Mr. Goody Two-Shoe, I feel like it's it's in a relationship when your partner is at his weakest and at his lowest, that's when you should be there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you cheated, you kind of took the easy way out. Um, and I'm not judging, but I feel like something is wrong. Something is broken. Something happened. You need to figure out what happened. It could be something as small as maybe a family member passed away, his mom passed away, and he's just depressed. It could be financial where he feels like he doesn't feel like a man and, and can't pay the bills. It could be ED, erectile dysfunction. Maybe his dick won't get hard and he feels like he can't please you and it's depressing him and he feels a certain way. It could be all of these things. You never know. And the fact that, you know, you cheated on him and you satisfied yourself. I just think it's wrong. You know, I, I don't think you gave it a, a full chance to see what's really bothering him and what's really going on. Cause it could be anything at this point, you know? Um, 
and all relationships aren't perfect. And I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not judging you, but if you ask me what I think you should do, I think you should find out what the problem is. Why did it stop? You know, he stopped drinking. Why did he stop drinking? Did he overdo it? And he was like, he doesn't like it anymore. Did he find God? Did he find something in his life that changed him? Find out what that change was. And then from that change, try to break down and see what stopped. And then from there, once you find out what that is, if it can't be fixed and it can't, you can't work it out, then you say, you know what? This is not for me. But I think if y'all been together that long, you're a couple, y'all have kids together and you really care about him, you should really be focused on trying to see what happened. Because if you were in a situation, let's say we were in a situation, you were depressed and you weren't uh, pleasing me by any part of our relationship. I would, I would try to go back to see when it stopped. You know, maybe it was, maybe it was when, you know, your, 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 your dad passed away or, Maybe it was, you know, when you had a baby and your body changed. Maybe it was whatever it was, you know, whatever it was that affected you, that made you feel a way. I would try to go to that point and try to see if I can fix or help or try to massage and try to make it right. Mm -hmm. Then if we couldn't, then I would start to say, OK, well, this is this is not working out. But I would have to give it a try and try to find out what that was. It's interesting, though. You see a lot of people in relationships mm -hmm. where... Things aren't right anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like they wake up one day like, how did I get here? You ask yourself a couple of questions when that happens. First, it's as it started depleting and getting bad, did nobody ask any questions? Were you not having any conversations? Was nobody trying to get to the bottom of it, trying to figure out like, why are we slipping? And then you find it, in a lot of relationships, when you're completely slipped and you're in a completely different zone, mm -hmm. people seem to only concentrate on the bad things that are happening day to day. Right. But nobody thinks to go back and have that conversation like, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. What went wrong? Let's sit down and have, let's get pour a couple of glasses of wine. Let's relax. Let's put our feet up. Let's talk about it. He doesn't drink. Let's not have two glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you have a glass of wine. I'll have a ginger ale. There you go. And let's talk about it. Let's sit down in a nice way. Pride out the window. Ego out the window. All the self-importance out the window. Let's sit down and figure out where did we go wrong? Why are we so bleeped up? What did I do? What did you do? Let's figure it out. Right. And people, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but that would seem almost obvious, right? Mm -hmm. It almost seems to never occur to people. You know, she said that she's asked him a bunch of times or told him, you know, a bunch of times, like, I need affection, I need affection, I need affection. We're not having sex. We're not having deep conversation. She said that she's done it over and over and over again. And he's... I'm getting the impression he's like shied away from it, maybe not giving her answers or anything. You're talking about him. Maybe it's something he went through that caused a shift and that she should get to the bottom of it. I agree. But at the same time, he also has the responsibility. If something has changed significantly for him where he is acting out in his relationship in this way, it's also his responsibility to come to her 
and tell her where it went wrong. Right. So realistically, the problem in this email is really the problem in almost every email. It's the lack of communication. It's the fact that we are not touching base with each other. But it's also how you communicate. Mm. Like we were talking earlier, if you say, if there's a problem in a relationship and you're like, why, why won't your dick get hard? Mm. I'm going to be reluctant to have that conversation with you because now you're trying to embarrass this me. This is very true. If you say, why the fuck you broke? Why can't you get a job? Mm-hmm. How come you ain't paid a bill? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be reluctant to have that conversation with you because now I don't look at you as my teammate. I look at you as a bitch. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want to have that conversation with you. I just want to figure it out on my own. Right. So it's also how you have that, commun- that, that conversation. And that's one thing I would say about our relationship, right? Even if I don't want to talk, you force me to talk mm-hmm. in a way that is not degrading, in a way that's not bringing me down, in a way that's a way of caring. And the same thing with with me, when I have a conversation with you, when I know something is bothering you, when I ask you what's wrong, you say nothing. It's easy to be like, all right, deuces. Deuces. It's easy to say that. (laughs) Right. But I know if something's bothering you, it won't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. I can't have a good day at work Mm -hmm. because I know something is eating at you. And if something's eating at you, it's eating at me. Right. So I'll sit there and go through the, babe, come on, what's wrong? wrong? Let's have a conversation. Let's Mm -hmm. turn the TV off. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's do this. All right. Well, let me get off my, my phone and stop looking at cars. What's bothering you, baby? Mm-hmm. And we go through that conversation and it could take hours. It could take 10 hours. We've had 20 hour conversations. But <laughs> I don't have no more of those. But, you know, that's what it takes sometimes. It's kind of like the ABCs of relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the respect and it's the love. If you don't have the foundation, then everything above it crumbles. You know, you can't start on like the eighth floor and try to make it up to the 20th floor. You have to start in the basement. You have to make sure that the cinder block and the cement and all of that is intact. And then everything else kind of follows suit. It's almost like a natural progression upwards when you have that foundation. And you could have a thousand problems. Right. All 1,000 of them can be fixed, in my opinion, if your foundation is right. Absolutely. You know, you don't have to talk about, you know, the fact that he might feel emasculated or the fact that he might have ED or that he might have a financial issue or a personal issue that he doesn't feel comfortable about talking. Like all of those things, yes, they are very significant in and of themselves. But if you feel the comfort and the love with the person that you're with, you could talk to them about those things absolutely, and say, hey, babe, for instance, when you talk to me like this, this is how you make me feel. And this is why I'm reacting to you in this way. Or, you know, the fact that you emasculate me or the fact that, you know, you're always going out or whatever the issue is, you should have a foundation where you can talk to a person, communicate with them and let them know the nitty and the gritty and say, and when you do that, that's the reason why I talk to you nasty. That's the reason why I don't want to sleep with you or I don't want to touch you or I turn over in bed. You know, that's the reason why I'm always out with my friends because I just feel like I need to get the hell away from you because when I come through the door, it's like nothing but negative energy. And a person that's hearing these things, you have to, the ABCs of the relationship. You have to be strong enough to sit there and listen to it. 
Absolutely. And take it and not take it as someone that's coming for your neck. That's someone that's trying to cut you down and make you seem like a bad person that's trying to judge you because shit, maybe you might deserve to be judged. You might just have to sit there and have the resolve to take it and be like, wow, maybe I do do those things. And maybe he is foul for how he reacted to it. But you know what? Maybe I get it. Mm-hmm. It was a bad action he took. It was a mistake, but damn it to hell. Maybe I understand mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all human. And I don't know. That's how I kind of tend to look at life and look at people's behavior and whatnot. For me, a lot of it just falls back to human nature. People essentially need certain things. We need love. We need attention. We do need some ego stroking. You know, it might sound like a bad thing, but yeah, just like she said in the email, like this person was telling her that she's beautiful 30 times a day. Who doesn't like to hear that? Who doesn't like to hear that someone appreciates them or appreciates the extra 10 minutes that you took in the mirror or the fact that, you know, you lotioned before, you know, you guys embrace and he notices that your skin is soft or whatever. And he pays you a compliment. Who doesn't want someone that's all over them and makes them feel like they can't get enough of them? doesn't want that everybody wants that right do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. who doesn't want someone to look at them and spend the extra few seconds just lingering looking at them you know like there are just things that we need as humans we need to be made to feel wanted and appreciated you know so he's not making her feel that way and that's how i knew the Mm -hmm. next thing that she was going to do was cheat because you're right that's the easy out that's the easy answer in her mind, I don't want to say that she might justify it because um, there really is no justification for that because you have a lot of other options before mm-hmm. you turn to that. Um, but I get how she made that decision. Right. You know, like you are lacking. She's feeling like I went to him dozens of times and I told him like, dude, this is what I need. Like this, I'm a woman. I'm a yo. She's not even. She's not even thirty yet, right? Right. She's like, they've been together. They've been together since she's twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Right. Twenty nine. She's a. She's a. She's a young woman. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to sacrifice all of your womanhood and your sexuality to someone that you're telling them how you feel day in and day out, and it seems like it's falling on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. So imagine her resentment. Now I don't know how she's talking to him. I don't know if she's being offensive. I don't know if she's communicating effectively. I don't know what she's doing. But let's just assume that she's doing it in a decent way. I'm telling you all of this and you still turn over on me at night. Now, what's the next thing that's going to kick in? Word? I, I got something for you. Right. Next thing that kicks in is spite. I'm going to get my rocks off because I gave you the opportunity. And it's been a year, two years, three years. And you're acting like I don't have options. You treat me like I'm not beautiful. I go outside and people are kicking it to me or people are, you know, trying to get my attention. But I have you here and you don't even want to have a conversation because she said that he doesn't like to have deep conversations and whatnot. So you're just sitting here like a lump on a log and I'm just supposed to go along with it. She's probably looking at it like, okay, so I'm 29 now. You're I think he's three years older. You're 32 I'm supposed to live like this till I'm 40. And then what? Then it's just another five years of living like this. And then another five years, I'm 50. And then my whole life is down the, down the drain. Like we got to do something. So she probably just did that 
as an immature reaction to a problem right. that she didn't see an easy out to. She didn't see a way to solve it. So she reacted like most men and women react. Mm-hmm. Men do the same thing, you know, like, oh, you know, I tell my girl that she doesn't give me enough sex. You know, she works. I understand that she works eight hours a day and she comes home and she's tired, but I'm a man and I need it. And da, 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 she turns over. I, right, whatever it is, what it is. You hear that from men a lot too, you know, you cheat, you take the easy way out. So what I would say to her is it's wrong. You need to get to the bottom of it, right. to the foundation foundation to see what the problem is. Why is he shying away from you? Why is he not very communicative? Why doesn't he want to have deep conversations? You need to sit down in a nice way, set a scene, let him know that he's not entering a battle zone. Mm-hmm. Let him know that you are entering a safe space, Right. make him something to eat, be really nice, go out of your way to be loving, set him up. You guys sit on the couch, sit in the bed, have a relaxed demeanor about yourself. Make him know that it's inviting and you yourself have to be open to the criticism because he's probably going to say some things that hurt your feelings. Unless it is something like ED where he's probably just ashamed to Correct. tell you that his body is not working the way right, he right, would right. like for it to work. But if it's something like personal or whatever, he's probably going to hurt your feelings and you have to be able to accept that. And you have to respond with understanding and love. Right. So what we're saying is have that conversation. Talk to him, find out where it started, and hopefully you guys can move on from there. Yes. All right. Let's get to uh, the last one. Yes. We're going to roll today, huh? Yes. Oh, this is a long one. I hate these long ones. I love them. Hey, Gia and Envy. I've been separated from my husband for almost three years. <laughs> we are going through our divorce, but it has yet to be finalized. I recently came across your podcast by accident and I've been addicted since, which is why I decided to send in an email with my question. Being that I filed for divorce, we both knew it was over. So we both moved on with our lives and are now dating other people. However, he is the type of person I like to call a narcissist. He loves to play victim and claim that he does that. He never does any harm to anyone or anything. He loves to blame all life's problems on other people, and he has built his barber career off the backs of others, including myself and my family. Because he is a popular barber in the L.A. area, I have a hard time. He posts like he is dad of the year, but in reality, he is with his kids two days out of the week and never helps with anything from them. I've created every logo he uses for his business. And have even made his shirts, business cards, and helped him become the barber brand he is now. He does not give me a dime for our kids and is now, along with his now pregnant girlfriend, bashing me for being an entrepreneur and working from home, stating I don't have a real job. I stay home and take care of our four beautiful kids. And I'm also very involved in my community. With their sports and school activities, which is a, I de- which I decided to start my own business in the first place. My question is: I plan to trademark and copyright all my designs that I did for him, <laughs> as well as ask for a spousal support for each year that I was out of work to help him build his career. When all he did was cheat on me, am I being bitter, or am I right for taking back what is mine? 
I can't get back the seven years of my life that I gave to our marriage and 12 years of our relationship, but at least I will have ownership to some of the brand that I helped create. Your smile is indicating to me that you think that she's being petty. She's definitely being petty. <laughs> she is definitely petty. I'm looking at you like he thinks she's being petty. Petty, 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 petty. Petty, patty? Petty, patty. Uh-huh. Is I mean, I look at it like this, right? There's some things you just got to take on the chin, right? You, you, you make the logo. You designed the t-shirts. You designed all that stuff. Okay. But you so, weren't cutting hair, though. Yeah, you weren't cutting hair. You, you, he, he got That's his. Give, give him that. That's, that's his. That's his business. That's cool. Now, uh, spousal support. That's something different. If he was bringing in the bread and butter, and you were taking care of the kids and taking them to practice and all that, yes, you should get spousal support for you doing what you did. You Absolutely. deserve that. That is yours. Absolutely, positively, that's yours. Now, <laughs> the fact that he posts on Instagram and he's not a real dad. Don't, who gives a fuck about that? You shouldn't give a fuck about that. Like, let him be him. He's with his new girl. Think of it like that's his new girl's problem. Fuck that nigga. Excuse my French. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. Like, you move on past your life. Why are you even thinking about him anyway? You go to the court. You get the money that's deserved to you. And you go on with your life and your future. Who, like, I don't even know why you following him. Oh, he wants to act like he's father of the year. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Don't worry about him. You do what you're supposed to do. You're the mom of the year. You do everything that you're supposed to do. You take care of those kids. You cook. You clean. You are the MVP. Don't worry about it. When it's time, people will recognize. Because just like he did to you, he's going to do to his his new girl. And then she's going to be complaining. And then people will actually see. And who gives a fuck who sees? You should be worried about your four kids. You raising those seeds to be the best that they could possibly be. Don't worry about he's posting the kids every day like he's taking them to basketball class and basketball court. And Who cares? Just worry about you. Get your spousal support. Don't worry about, like, why would you want to be tied to him anyway with the trademark and all that shit? Fuck him. Fuck him. Do your own shit. Right. If you that, oh, I'm sorry. If you that nice, that's too petty. What? I was gonna say if you're that nice, I would go to this competition and be like, I draw you a new fucking trademark and give uh, give some dope designs to this competition. But that's gonna hurt her in the long run. That might be a little petty. But like I said, I would say fuck him. Get your spousal support. Move on. Don't even follow him. Don't even think about him. When he comes, let him pick, take his kids. He takes the kids. He brings them back, and you just do what you got to do. Because if you start being petty and you start acting like that, what's gonna wind up happening is your kids are gonna look at that and be like, Why is mom acting like that to dad? And then they're going to start disliking you because they're going to think they're not going to know the whole history. Don't even worry about that. Just do what's right for you. Fuck him. Yeah. And being petty perpetuates more pettiness, to be honest. So you're petty to him in that respect. And he'll be petty to you in another respect. And then it just creates a snowball of pettiness that really gets you nowhere. I mean, how much are you going to get or what are you going to get for trademarking his logo or whatever's on his T-shirts? He said he's not really making that much or his business isn't really all that significant. You're gaining really nothing for it. And to be honest, I don't want to say it was part of your job as being his wife, but when you're married to someone, it's your job to help them with what they're doing. And it's their job to help you with 
what you're doing. You're supposed to use each other's talents to boost each other up and mm -hmm. to create more greatness. So you were just being a good wife by doing that. So to go back and retroactively trying to seek any type of profit or anything from that is just, at this point, it's just nonsense. You know, if you're that creative, just go ahead and do something creative for yourself that will build you or mm -hmm. your brand or your business, but leave the past in the past. He is no longer your issue. And there's a lot to be said about the maturity that you possess by being able to leave all of that exactly where it is. Feel bad for him. Feel bad for his new boo and move on with your life. Yeah, but don't get it twisted. Take his ass to court. And, and I know sometimes people like, especially my people, Minorities, I don't like to go to court. Fuck that. Because motherfuckers will forget fast. They'll forget that they got a bill to pay. They'll forget that they got four kids. No, you got to do what's right. What's and it'll be a constant struggle. Right. You don't want to deal with that get, struggle. Trying to get that money every week or twice a month Correct. or once a month or whatever. It'll be a struggle. Forget about that. If he's not paying, Have if he's not doing what's right. Care of Go to court. The court. Let the court take care of it. They will determine how much you deserve and how much you need to take care of your kids. You will get that. And then you go on with your life. You absolutely right. go to court though. Because if he if he's doing what's right and he's taking care of you monthly, then don't go to court. But if he's not, he's why, not. Why give yourself the headache? Go to court. They'll they'll get a, a an arrangement based on how much he makes in the kids because you got four kids. You got four, like we have five, and I know what it takes for five kids. Like and, and people just think like, oh no, a couple hundred dollars. Like no. If 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 they're not in public school, you gotta pay for clothes. Then you gotta pay for those extracurricular activities. So if they are in public school, you have to pay for clothes. You gotta pay for clothes. Even if you're in, in, in private school, Catholic school, you still gotta pay for clothes. And uniforms, even uniforms, if yeah. in private school, uniforms are still expensive. Right. Then you gotta pay for the sports and uh, all the other things. And then how the they gonna get to those gas, sports? Light. Right. And then food. <laughs> and all that stuff. So it costs. And you know, it's gonna be hard for you to work. And take all care of all those kids. It's gonna bust That's your ass. why she's working from home. That's right. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, I wouldn't be that petty and take his trademark and do all but, that stuff. I would take what's mine. But I don't want to just dismiss how she feels mm -hmm. about him. Because, I mean, imagine. It's hard. You know, it's easy to be like, oh, F that bleep and just leave him where he is. And Like, it's easy to say all that. But you can't negate a person's feelings. You know, I'm sure it's hard for her to see on Instagram the two days a week that he has his boys, that he has them all clean and cut up and, you know, and he's out here doing this and doing that and portraying like he's dad of the year. Meanwhile, the remaining five days a week, she has them. She might not be able to get him on the phone. He's not giving any money to take care of them. He's not. Does it matter in the grand scheme of life? No, but that's got to make you feel some type of way. So I don't want to just dismiss that she feels that way because I get it. Stop following him on Instagram. You won't know about his pictures. Man, the and all curiosity that. in us is just not going to let her nah, stop, stop following, following him. that dude She's on Instagram. Create maybe a ghost page. She probably has a ghost. Page. I'm probably, sure she got a ghost page. It's a ghost Absolutely. page. Absolutely. And is watching everything that he does, and you know, and not for nothing, she has to take him to court because if not. And I don't know this guy, but all I can say is I've seen men, not women, I've seen men leave their girl or their wife with their kids, move on, get a new boo, have a new baby, and it's all about 
them. Right. And that new boo and that new baby gets all the spoils of his life. Meanwhile, these people get nothing and they're left in the dirt. So she has to follow him on Instagram to make sure that that's not happening. I'm telling you, listen, we could say- we could say all of this left and right. Oh, unfollow him. None of us. She's not going to do unfollow it. Unfollow him. And most of y'all wouldn't do it either. That new bitch look uglier than you. <laughs> you look prettier than that new bitch. <laughs> Fuck her and him. How about that? That new bitch is ugly. She got six toes and fake hair. <laughs> Body is fake, it's gonna drop soon, and your hair is real. Fuck that bitch. You're so stupid. I can't take you. I don't got nothing else to say. But just remember when times get hard, fuck that bitch. All right? She probably follows that witch too. Yeah. Well, and finds, yeah, yeah, she's not gonna unfollow either of them. Fuck that ugly bitch. With that being said, we are all wrapped up with our That's emails. Right. That's right. And if you want to email us, you can to thecaseycrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. All right. Uh, it's time to get up out of here. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the KC Crew. Toodles. Toodles.